the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. Sit down! Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. AJ Abergarth. What's going on, man? Sup. Sup. <laughs> so glad you're excited. Um, I am very all right, excited. so I am just trying to contain myself because we have an awesome show planned. Absolutely. We are back in football. Don't mind all this Orioles and Philly stuff. It's just yeah. I haven't had a chance to change it all out yet. <laughs> but uh i did get to add some new flair some stuff for my daughters uh two happy uh, father's day cards at the top there um a beautiful dinosaur picture that my older daughter olivia colored for me over here and uh this is uh this is supposed to be me in jeans uh, a nice shirt and uh, a belt and awesome shoes that my younger daughter made for me today so nice hell yeah good stuff all right hashtag uh, girl time so uh, obviously, as AJ said, we are back in football mode. Um, you know, sad to not be talking baseball anymore, but you know, we'll, we'll we had got lots of that still on the YouTube channel. And uh, with that being said, obviously hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, uh, leave those comments. We appreciate it. And of course, go over to fantasy6pack.net/plans, become an all-access member where you're going to get access to our draft cheat sheet, our award-winning rankings. Uh, we got all tons of other content as well. Our baseball stuff is, uh, is over there. And best of all, you get access to us on discord where you can ask all your, uh, custom league advice, uh, straight to me and AJ and everybody else on uh, fantasy six pack as well. And, uh, that's where it's at. So without further ado, let's bring in our guests and, uh, we're bringing on Howard Bender of fantasy alarm. Welcome back to the show, man. How are you? I am doing very, very well, and I'm glad that you got my company title uh, <laughs> right underneath my name and, and Twitter handle there. So, you know, well, well done. I see your secretary got my rider, so I appreciate. <laughs> yes. I took the liberty of making it work because Joe is, you know, not an IT guy at all. So, oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what's that? Your your project manager for IT? Oh, my bad. Okay, it's only it's only what I got paid for for years, for sure. Um, anyway, um, Shane Barrett, um, how, how's it going, man? How you doing? I'm great, man. I am happy to be here, and uh, I will mention that one of the selling points of my job is that I'm the most technologically illiterate 28 year old on the face of the planet. So if I can use the software I'm selling, so can you. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> cool. So, uh, so you, you, Shane, I know for a fact you've got something you want to uh, you want to promote here. I'll let you do that here at the top. Um, yeah, cool, man. You have Thanks. a couple seconds. So, I am the, as you can see, wherever the hell I need to point, the founder of Polly's Playoff. Um, Polly's Playoff is a tournament to end Alzheimer's. I was lucky enough to be in Scott Fish's division, my first ever Scott Fish Bowl. And got to talking to him in that, and he inspired me. At that time, I had, I don't know, 3,000 followers. I was like, I've got a platform. Um, and I don't know, he inspired me to use that platform and, and do some good. And so I started um, 
Polly's Playoff as a tournament to end Alzheimer's. It's our biggest fundraiser for our Walk to End Alzheimer's team. And me and my family, our inspiration is that my wife's grandmother passed away in 2019, the year before I started Polly's Playoff, and her name was Polly. So that's where it is. It's a super flex tiered PPR tournament. Um, it's a managed league. There's waivers. I actually allow trading. Um, and aiming for 480 people. And the way you sign up is super easy. You go to polysplayoff.com, scroll to the bottom, fill out the form, and bam, you're in. Okay. Nice. Sounds good. Everybody should uh, should jump over there and join that. Yeah, great uh, cause. That great cause. Definitely yep. worth, uh, worthwhile. So Thanks. And the... It's one of the most not talked about diseases. Like, uh, I don't know if this stat is still 100% accurate, but when Polly's playoff started, it was, I think, number six on the top 10 killers, and it was the only one in the top 10 that didn't have a cure. And so that's ultimately what we're raising money for is to find that cure. Yeah. Nice. No, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and, and jump over there and, and do that. Um but let's uh let's jump into our show here. So what we're doing this this week as we kick off our fantasy football shows is what we're calling fantasy football for dummies. And, you know, just a little little, little spin off of the uh, the books for the have for everything that there is, and I'm sure there probably is one for fantasy football. So you know, I'll probably get sued for copyright infringement, whatever. Um. Anyway, so. What we are doing here is we're going to go uh, person by person here and we're going to give our top five tips. We're going to count down from number five all the way to number one. And we're going to kick things off here. And I can't find my order because I have too many screens open. But I believe, Howard, I had you going first. So uh, give us your number five. Uh, my number five. Which one was my number? Five? Oh, yeah. All right. So first and foremost, if you are... If you're new to the fantasy football space uh, and you're, you know, trying to kind of figure your way around there, uh, don't believe the hype. You got to be very, very careful about getting caught up in things like coach speak and, you know, people talking up players a little bit too much. You're always going to have a ton of hype, uh, and, you know, especially now, right now when there's. You know, they're not in camp and we're still free agents that, that we haven't signed. You know, everybody's uncoverable in camp and, and you know, everybody's running angry and, and you know, and everybody's in the best shape of their life. So get the beat be writers very careful of the hype. Don't reporting like, things that aren't going to be true. Oh, just <laughs> stuff that's going to just stick the ADP, like shoot it straight up the charts. And you're like, oh, there, there goes that value. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Take advantage of the opposite effect of that. Actually, it's it's a lovely game. <laughs> it is. Right. The, the best wide receiver, the best rookie wide receiver is the guy who everybody hates on the most in training camp. Right. Like Justin Jefferson a couple of years ago, nobody was drafting him. Then Jamar Chase couldn't catch a football because it didn't have white stripes on it. Uh, Christian Watson couldn't learn. You know, Aaron Rodgers hates rookies, and and you know his hamstring injury was gonna you know hurt him, so nobody drafted him either. Like that's I'm just I can't wait to see which rookie wide receiver gets crapped on the most because uh, that's the guy I'm taking in round thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a good one. I, I fall victim to. Uh, uh, 
to the hype in the sense of I always hear it, but I try to just tune it out. Uh, mostly because I'm a Philly sports fan, so everything that's said <laughs> is just wrong and or misery eventually. So, all right, Shane, what you got for your uh, your number five top uh, top five tips? Yeah, so mine game? is. I was thinking more from a dynasty perspective, but you could probably apply this to redrafts too. Um, if you're really wanting to get into the weeds of evaluating players before draft, but use film and analytics was my, my number five tip. Um, Cause the, the thing that I, it drives me up a wall on fantasy Twitter is that there's this divide of people that are strictly film and strictly analytics and to me, if you want to get a full picture of who this player is, whether it's a veteran or a rookie that you're you're doing some research on, you need the whole picture, which means you need all of the information, which is going to be film and analytics. And so if you don't have both, you're doing yourself a disservice when evaluating your players. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you have any do you have any sources that you like for your analytics and your film that you can call out here analytics um i do like player profiler they've got some good yep um what's the advanced analytics was the word i was looking for um my only problem with them is i'm too cheap to pay for any (laughs) (laughs) subscriptions they got a lot of good stuff that's free so you got to search player by player but you can still get the information absolutely um, you know my my guy Billy Muzio's over there, man. You know what? Support him. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Help him out. Well, I, he'll I be on the shows. He'll be on one of the shows in August. So he's we're got mouths to, to feed him. at home. You know, come on. <laughs> I'll get Reddit. I'll get there. Um, but then for film, I always will plug the guys at Fantasy Football Astronauts. That's where I started in the fantasy industry. They have their film room, and then the Dynasty Nerds film room um, is fantastic. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I, the, both of those are great. AJ, you're number five. All right. Well, my original number five was allegedly yours that you oh, wanted. So I'll I'll leave the uh, the kiss theory for first timers to you, um, and, and uh, I'll just chime in when you're done to actually explain how it works. Just um, get it, jeez. But my <laughs> number five just is undercut him for a while. It's <laughs> one that uh, I mean I I'm just podcasting better half i am self-titled here so uh don't overreact i'm not drinking you're both pretty i wish i was (laughs) don't don't overreact in week one um and and you'll understand this more after week one happens because if you've ever played any kind of fantasy sports the first matchup is always the best and the worst because things happen and guys that you put a lot of draft stock in may not have panned out um, in the first week. Uh, guys that you didn't put a lot of draft stock into maybe blew up. And, uh, you know, you think you got the next Jonas Gray on your hands. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, don't overreact. It's a long season. Take it all in. Enjoy it. Um, but don't overreact. Joe, yeah, what's so, yours? Since that was my number four, I'm just going to piggyback and just because we're going to do this later too. Um, so I'm going to kind of go one step thing. further. Is 
it's not even just week one. Like it's week one and week two. Like we see guys get off the super slow starts all the time and then they just explode, right? Yeah, if it's a guy you drafted in round thirteen and he like touches the ball three times, okay, cut his ass. Who cares? <laughs> but if it's, you know, your second running back that you were kind of relying on and he touches the ball still like 10 to 12 times, but it just wasn't a good day. Well, so what? Yeah. It's going to suck to when you look at the early standings and the early rankings of the players, you're going to see him at like running back 40. That's going to suck. That's going to, it's really impactful early season. But if this were to happen in week 10, week eight, and he had had, you know, nine or, you know, nine or seven weeks ahead of that of really good production, that one bad week in the middle of the season wouldn't have impacted his overall ranking and your thought of that player as much. So that's what you got to remember. Trust your, trust your draft process and that those players that you drafted early, don't panic, don't trade low. Don't, you know, don't, you know, don't sell low on these guys. When, when people are going to come after you and say like, Oh, this guy didn't perform very well. Like you want to, you want to give him to me for this guy who, you know, and you can overreact the other way, right? Players that you didn't expect to do well blow up in one week or two weeks early season. People are going to be dangling those guys out and going, oh, look, he scored 35 points in one week. You want him for, you know, your your number two running back that you drafted in round three? Don't do it. It, it Look, it could work Unless out, but in more cases than not, it doesn't. Back. So <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> do not. Um so yeah, I'll just piggyback on that and we'll we'll kind of shift things around here. We'll be good. So uh right. let's move on to number four. And Shane, we'll start here with you for number four. Oh goody. This piggyback's kinda off of my last answer too, and it's um use resources and find help. And really what I meant by this is don't be afraid to reach out to guys like the four of us on this podcast or other people that you trust in their process to ask for help, whether it's who should I draft if you're in the middle of a startup draft or who should I trade for? What should I make this offer? Who should I start even like um, I'll speak for myself. I don't know about you guys, but my DMS are always open. If you have those kind of questions, I, I much prefer them in the DMS at this point um, than getting tagged in, in random tweets of like, Hey, this trade poll, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll still try to respond to those, but DMS are the best place to ask me those. And you don't have to ask just me. Like I said, there's so many great guys in this space that you could reach out to and DM for that. And then again, use those resources. Um, fantasy six pack, fantasy alarm, fantasy pros, roto heat, uh, fantasy football astronauts, dynasty nerds. Like all of those are great resources and websites and they have most of them to my knowledge have a, enough free content that you can get the information that you need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, so next Next we go back and back into my book here. Yes, we do. All right. So this one again, it's, you know, it's very simple idea, but you know, use common sense. Uh, don't be afraid to, to go with your gut and to trust your gut. You know, if you're playing fantasy football for the first time, I would think that you've been a fan of football in general for many years. Uh, and now you're you're diving into the the other side, the the dark side, if you will. Um, uh, but it's fun on the dark side. So, especially when drafting, though, you definitely want to have your guys that you know you like. But you know, piggybacking off of, off of Shane here, and 
using those resources, making sure that you're seeing where your guys may be ranked and, and in sort certain tiers so you can go after them, um, but not have to dive in too early. Yeah, no, great one. Great one there. Yeah. Um, so my number four is just learning how to be a good commissioner. Um, and, and there's lots of ways to go about this. I'll, I'll try to make it brief and quick here, but you know, the, like when you're first setting up your league, in my opinion, it's keep it, keep it rather simple, right? I mean, yeah, you can add a little bit of deviation here and there, but if you go crazy, like you're adding points per carry incompletions, uh, you know, bonuses for 200 yards passing and 300 yards passing plus 50 yards touchdown. Like if you just make it totally bonkers, like none of the resources out there are going to help you. It's all going to be a guessing game at the end of the day. You know, like the projections are going to project a normal NFL stat line. You cannot predict how many times Justin Jefferson is going to score a 50 yard plus touchdown. It's just, you can't predict that. You can't predict how many times somebody's going to get even first downs. I know first downs is sort of becoming a new thing, but like, first downs isn't really projected very much in, in a lot of places. And so that it, it's hard. So that it kind of, kind of hurts your preparation when you go too crazy with it. I get adding a little bit of deviation just to be fun is one thing. Uh, but I wouldn't go totally crazy, especially if you are kind of a more casual or just a straight up beginner, keep it really simple. It, you're going to just yeah. find a lot more fun in just kind of the basics. Um, I would do half PPR or PPR. Um, in my opinion, standards fine if you really want to go that route, but I would do at least one of those PPR routes. Um, and then if you are a commish, make sure you set up the league to where there's no, there, there there's no like loopholes, right? You, you want to make sure that the free agency and the waivers are, you know, the, it's locked down to where somebody can't take advantage of, of something when you didn't intend it to happen that way. Like if you've got waivers all week, but then you forget to not have waivers on Saturday, well, you've just allowed free, free, free waiver, free, free agency on Saturday by accident. And everybody else had to bid all week long on players. And that, if that was on accident, then that's on you. Um, you know, make sure, you know, the, the rules for making the playoffs is set and clear. Uh, collecting money if you if you're gonna collect money and the payout structure is clear to everybody. Draft times, dates, everybody's on on the same schedule here. Like everything has to be agreed upon. It is up to you to be a good commission, and communication is absolutely key there. So you just don't want anything to fall through the cracks because you're gonna get inevitably just a million questions. You know, three weeks into the league and somebody's going to be like, well, what the hell is this rule? And be like, oh, we've got... At that point, it's too late. You can't change the rules. <laughs> so it is what it is. So that's my number four. Howard, let's finish up here with our number four. Uh, my number four, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna complicate it for you a little bit here. Not really. Uh, listen, I write these art, this article series every single year in the Fantasy Alarm Draft Guide. And I, because I, I, some people... It, it intimidates some people to learn the different offensive systems in the NFL. Like you're mm-hmm. going to get, you're going to get all sorts of stuff. You're going to go to all these websites and they're going to talk about, you know, a player's a dot and play, you know, air yards. And they're going to throw around, you know, all of this stuff left and right. Having a basic understanding 
of what the team's offensive system is, is going to help you beyond looking at any stats or any data uh, or anything like that. If you understand that uh, this team, you know, uses the run to set up the pass, they use West Coast passing, which is short, you know, quick, you know, you know passing, whether it's uh, it, it's an outside zone running system, uh, zone blocking on the inside, whatever the case may be. I know I'm throwing like a whole mess of shit at everybody here, but <laughs> The bottom line is, is that if you know the basic offensive system, you're just going to understand better how each player fits into uh, where you should have him in fantasy. For example, you could have a, a fantastic running back, okay, who, you know, who runs behind, you know, in a zone blocking scheme, he runs really, really well. However, he goes signs as a free agent and that blocking scheme is completely different. And this running back doesn't play as well. Well, he's still a very talented guy, but the system doesn't cater to mm -hmm. his strengths. If you can have that basic understanding and I do keep it simple for you in my, you know, in my write-ups about it, but just, you know, when, when I talk about it all the time, you know, on, on podcasts and live streams and stuff like that, it's, you know, it's for reasons. It's going to be the most basic, helpful thing for you to understand, you know, how a guy fits into the scheme on his team. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, right there. I mean, that that's a great one. You know, learning which teams are going to run like, you know, two tight ends a lot can help out too. That's going to, you know, potentially hurt receivers. Um, and also the tight end one that you think might be the true tight end one may not actually be. It could be, get more of a split than you think and um so yeah that that it, it's huge to understand just the personnel that they that they run as well so oh yeah um, personnel packages all part of yeah, it for sure absolutely so all right on to number three and aj uh, i believe off? we have a a comment first that you might want to throw oh up i did not see that sorry um so yeah dap uh <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize that was Howard Bender. I thought that was Brad Pitt. I'm learning a ton. Thanks, guys. <laughs> What's up, Dap? We miss you, man. Hi, Dap. Sorry, we're not doing baseball. We'll, we'll get something going, man. Um, we'll find all right, ones. number three, AJ. All right, so I, I'm going to kind of piggyback a little bit off of your uh, – and I, I feel like piggyback is our uh, – if you're watching the, the Andy Cohen show where you have that drink if – you hear this word 8,000 times piggyback is that word tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go off of kind of what you were just getting into a little bit there, Joe. Uh, and, and my initial uh, thought was, was kind of the, the, the kiss theory of just keep it simple, stupid. And, and it's just for more for first time players. Um, you know, are you planning to be the commish? If not, do you want to join a league with your friends? Are you going to jump in with a public league? Um, you know, what's the league style that you're going to be interested in? Is it a redraft versus, you know, a keeper or a dynasty um, or, you know, Devi leagues? Uh, I would not recommend Devi for first time players <laughs> just because I've been playing for 20 years and I still don't have any idea what it is. So somebody please fill me in at some point. Um, and maybe I'll do it. Um, but yes, there's, there's different types of league styles that you want to jump into. And then just the league scoring, you know, in general terms, whereas you have a standard league versus your half PPR, or full PPR, 
um, or, you know, a super flex league. So uh, figure out exactly what you think you're going to be interested in and, and go towards that Avenue. You know, again, just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. If you're playing with friends and you're the commission, great, you know, follow the things that Joe was talking about. Um, make sure you have everything set up and have everybody, you know, ask you questions and answer them. If you're going to be the commission, um, if somebody else is the commission, ask them questions, you know, make sure you know what you're getting into before you do it. Um, especially if it's a keeper or a dynasty type league where it's going to, you know, potentially draw out for a few years. Um, so that's kind of, kind of where I'm at with, with that one. All right. So next we got Joseph. So my number three is do not go into a draft with a predetermined plan. I know there's too many people that are like, oh, I have the number five pick. I'm going to take a running back. And then I'm going to take a wide receiver and then a wide receiver and then a running back. No. <laughs> like, no. Just don't do it. You have no idea how the draft is going to fall. Yeah, you can go into it with thinking and expecting something to happen one way. And then you go, okay, if XYZ gets drafted, I'm probably going to take this player. And then if it comes back and all these other guys are taken, I'm going to take this guy. Well, if I have number five and Justin Jefferson falls me at number five in some crazy world, and you're like locked in on running back, you're going to pass up on Justin Jefferson because you're so set on taking running back in round one. You're crazy. <laughs> Don't do it. Just go in, be flexible. And that's what, you know, rankings, tiers, they are good for using draft cheat sheets will guide you in that direction. Studying, using the resources that Shane has brought up before. Like, do your homework ahead of time. Know where the value can can fall to you and recognize it. Like, don't go into the draft room and the first thing you do is filter by running backs and then miss the fact that some other player fell, some receiver fell to you that shouldn't have fallen to you or vice versa, right? Just do not do it. Do not go in predetermined. There's only one time that you should go have a predetermined strategy. And that's uh, going to be something later on that I'm going to mention. So that is it for me. Um, Howard. What number am I on? Number three. <laughs> three. <laughs> See, I can read. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, big Private one chapter. here for, for you newbie commissioners out there. If you're setting up a league, <laughs> yes, do not allow trade voting. All right. It is yes. the dumbest Thanks. thing in the world. You Nobody votes based on whether or not the deal is even fair. No, they vote. Nobody looks at the deal. They, no, they don't. <laughs> they vote solely on how they think this trade them. is going to affect that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You're loading up this other team or you're not giving this guy enough. And, you know, and he's, you know, he's, he's taking advantage of you and, and, and he's probably going to beat us now both. And like all of that nonsense there, if you're the commissioner, you get the right to say whether or not a deal is, viciously egregious. Now I vote every, I I put every trade through as the commissioner because if, unless you think that people are genuinely trying to cheat you, because that's what you're saying. Basically when you're, when you're vetoing a deal, you're, you're basically turning around saying that you guys are like cheating this league. Right. So 
unless that's the case, just let everything go through because trade value is relative. What a valuable running back to me might not be so valuable to somebody else, whatever the case may be. Just don't let everybody have that voice because you're, it's just going to cause huge, huge problems. You if you set up a league, you are the commission, you have final say over all deals, but you plan on everything going through unless it's so viciously egregious that you guys are cheating the league. <laughs> it would have to be like a player out for the year for like, you know, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> right. Yeah, It'd exactly. have to be something so stupid I, like that. Well, you mentioned that. I will say I have had trades. Well, not dynasty. <laughs> no, I mean, in a redraft trade where it was like Adrian Peterson for someone not at Adrian Peterson's level, but then Adrian Peterson immediately got injured as the trade was going through yeah. the waiver. And it's like, sorry. Yeah. That's going to push it through. Just be a little unlucky, but yeah, no, that's a great one, Howard. Um, the thing I would uh, to point on to that is just the, uh, the other thing that would be, you know, anger people would be the, Oh, I just offered you somebody for that guy and you didn't accept my trade. What the hell? Yeah. Well, half the time you but, don't even get people to vote on the veto and it just delays the well, trade yeah, and then just, it doesn't even yeah. happen before the week it's starts. Like, oh, That's thanks. even worse. I needed this guy for the Thursday game and now I don't have him. Great. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> All right, Shane, what is your number three? All right. Before I get into number three, Mike was telling me to do this as Cartman, I think. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did want to, uh, to piggyback off of this. Um, kind of theme that you guys have been going with. And if you're doing a dynasty league, write bylaws. Like that is the easiest way to set the rules is actually have written bylaws in a document. Um, and I actually did that for the first time for a league. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's making it so much easier to, cause now I can just be like, Hey, refer to the bylaws. Like, yeah, there yeah. you go. All right. But it's then bylaw. Yeah. So my number three um, is be active in your league. It's more fun that way. Um, And there's two trains of thought that I have on this. First one is waivers. Like, don't give up on waivers. Always be active on the waiver wire. And then two, sorry, Joe, is trade. Um, But my thought for mentioning this is like, you can go one in six. But if you are active in the league and actively trying to make your team better through waivers and trades, you can still make the playoffs. How do I know? I did it. Yeah. We've all done it. I do it nearly every year. (laughs) Exactly. So So you don't listen to Adrian's draft advice is what you're saying. (laughs) You can find a way to – and because you never know when injuries are going to hit. And that's what what had happened to me is injuries kind of slowed my team down at the beginning of the year. And um, I lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. You traded. You you waiver wire. Yeah, I I essentially I think I traded for Nick Chubb at one point because I needed a running back really really badly, and I had McCaffrey. So I I sent McCaffrey out and got Chubb in because I needed the production now to save my Mm -hmm. team, and I ended up making the playoffs and making it to the semifinals. So. Yeah, I mean, I I did it yeah. one year. I, I think I just narrowly missed the playoffs, um, but I I was like one in five or something like that. I traded Julio Jones for like three decent pieces. I needed depth. My team just died after like week two, and I couldn't do anything. And I missed the playoff by one game. I mean, I was like, okay, I was dead last. <laughs> 
and yeah. just missed and just you know it is what it is but i had to i had to make the move but yeah uh drop the mic uh, i will listen to advice from all of you except shane just kidding <laughs> <laughs> thanks mike um <laughs> no we're good Excellent, Mike. And then, um <clears throat> Yeah, so oh, I think uh, no, sorry, what you were gonna say? I was something? gonna give one more example. I no, no, go ahead. In Polly's playoff year two, I donated my second pick, and my asshole former co-host um, and another friend of ours decided that it was gonna be a good idea to make me take Tim P- Tebow with like the two two oh one overall, and I ended up making the playoffs because I stayed active. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Week one, Tebow's dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Before the season this, started. Yeah. Week one. yeah, I was just like, goodbye. Bad decisions. Three week one. <laughs> All right. So we are off to our number two picks here. And uh, I think Howard and Shane, you guys are going to, should I say it, piggyback on each other here and, uh, and tag team here <laughs> on this one a little bit. So I'll let you guys figure this one out and have at it. Um, I mean, I think we're both of the, uh, of the mindset that one of the most important things that you need to do is read the rules. Say, say it like you mean it, Howard. Come on. Read say it like you put rules. it in the show. Yeah. <laughs> do not be that guy. I was yeah. going to let Shane go, but all right, if you want me to, if you want me to pop off about this, I mean, it's very, very it's, simple. It's in your uh, is it? It's in your title here. It, on, it really is. Come on. Really <laughs> All right. Well, then, fine. Here you go. Any league that you join, do not be like, oh, well, whatever. It's like any other league. I know what I'm doing here. I've played fantasy football for years. Blah, blah, blah. And then you know what? Then you're the asshole in week 10 who's like, oh, dude, what do you mean? I don't make the playoffs because of somebody's <laughs> points? What the fuck is that all about? Like nobody wants that guy in their league. Do not be that guy. If you're paying an entrance fee, you bet your ass you read every single rule. You want to know how waivers are done. You want to know deadlines, trade deadlines, what, what, how, if, if there is an idiot trade voting thing, whatever the case may be, you need to know each and every nuance of this league just to make sure that you are drafting the proper way and that you are playing the proper way. There are different things that you need to be eyeballing, uh, you know, besides just the scoring. You need to be able to, you know, track and figure out how everything's going to work because. You don't want to be that guy who gets left out of the playoffs because you weren't playing the proper way. Dude, I've had people walk into the draft and be like, is it PPR or half PPR? Oh, is, is, are we starting three put running backs? Put a gun or in my receivers? mouth on I'm like, that. Ah, why are you in this You're league? Out. <laughs> oh, there's, people, there's people in my Scott Fish Twitter DM groups that are like, oh, this is my first time in. How do like what, What's the format? How do we play? It's like, you know, there's a whole website. That explains all of this. How? Why did you even sign up for this? <laughs> Not only did he post a video, he brought up screenshots of the scoring in the video. Yeah. It's on his website, skyfishball.com. Come on. I, I literally the video have the screenshots on my times. phone. Just to make sure that I got uh, the new changes for this year. Anyway, Shane, uh, I'll let you have your, your moment in this in the spotlight for this one as well. well so It is go. hard to follow Howard after that. But I will, I will try to add some nuance to it um, to maybe add some value. But number one, unless you are in a redraft league, if you have a trade deadline, I will find you and I will punch you in the nuts. Trade deadlines for dynasties are stupid, in my opinion. 
It should be year-long trading. You can fight me on it later. Number two, and this was more along the lines of what Howard was saying, of know the rules. And what I meant by that when I put this on was know how you score points. That is the most important thing. We play to win fantasy games. We don't play to have the sexiest roster. you got to know how you're going to score points. And then that also leads to how are you going to get those points from a starting lineup standpoint? Is it best ball? Is it two running backs? Is it three running backs like Joe was mentioning? How many wide receivers do you have to start? Is it one QB? Is it super flex? Like what are, what's your flipping starting lineup and how is that lineup going to score you points? That is what I was thinking when I was saying, yeah. know the rules, know how you're going to score points. Cause that's the most important part. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the only, the only, uh, I don't want to say caveat. That's the wrong word, but the only way you don't need to know how you score is if you do best ball. Yeah. Because well, you just get your lineup put in. But you know, you well, no, that would be the know. only way. That would be the only time you don't need to know how to how how many. Be, eh. It doesn't like, matter what if you don't have to set your score. lineup, but you still yeah, you need to know like setting your lineup. But yeah. you need to know you the scoring know and the scoring. rules before you yeah. draft. Yes. Yeah. You need to know you... what positions yeah. you need more depth in, et cetera. Exactly. You need to know, you know, the, yeah. As far as the lineup, that, thank you. Yeah. That's, as far as setting your lineup, yeah. You know, you don't need to know you have to go in there, you know, a couple minutes for lineup lock and do it. It's just going to do it for you. Yeah. But yeah. All so, right, AJ, your number two. Mine mine was, uh, was already pretty much mentioned here, but like, don't sleep on the waivers. And that goes for the entire season in my mind you cannot ever waste a waiver round uh whether it's you know especially if you play in a league where it's just a free-for-all and you can pick up whenever um i used to love that because i was always at a computer um i'm still mostly always at a computer or on a phone but i i've learn to appreciate the process of the waivers because it's a fairer process. And whether you're doing fab uh, or, or just a standard waiver that kicks off at three in the morning, Eastern central time for whatever freaking league, always be active on the waivers. So, you know, again, piggybacking off of Shane here. Um, championships are rarely won with hey i drafted this entire team i ain't doing shit the rest of the year um i'm good great point no yeah that's that's well aj you know in in our in our fantasy six-pack league we got that one guy he's not he's a fantasy six-pack in in like fans league that we started years ago now i don't even know how long it's been forever the one guy was like kind of mediocre all year long and picked up odell his rookie year and just <laughs> rode him to the championship. We were like, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but and because he had, like, he had the number one waiver claim, he, just, he locked like, it oh, up. Well, I got this guy. But uh, I don't need to do anything else. No, yeah. you always can do better. So. Yeah. I, I, you, you put another note in here about like the waiver claims, you know, like don't worry, almost don't worry about what waiver claim you have. I, you know, yeah. I get questions about this all the time. Like, Oh, well I have the number one waiver claim. Should I save it? No. <laughs> Go get your guy. Yeah, like you never know. Yeah. Like, what yeah. are you gonna or wait for? Because then you're gonna miss everybody. <laughs> if your guy, if your guy's out there early in the season, yes. But I, I don't necessarily 
jump immediately if I have the number one claim, unless I just didn't like my draft when I was drafting last. Um, then yes, I will do it. But again, injuries happen and stuff crops up. You you don't expect any of this. You can't expect or predict any of this. Nobody yeah. can, um, unless you're Marty McFly and uh, or or what's his face? Uh, the hell's the guy's name? Marty McFly's right from Back to the Future too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, the, or Back to Biff? the Future one. Biff. Biff, thank you. I was like, <laughs> I was like the guy who took the sports almanac. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Unless you're Biff, and we you got have it. have that. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the 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 twelfth out of twelve, because you know if you're last in the waiver claims, other people are putting in claims, and even if they don't, and you do, hey, guess what? You got your claim. You got yeah. your guy. You might so, stay number twelve, but hey, who cares? Yeah, you still gotta be, you still gotta play the game. Be active so. in it and and go with it. Um. All right. Hey, AJ. Since we're doing fantasy football for dummies, I've got a fantasy football for dummies question for you. Mm-hmm. I know the answer, but I want to ask you: What's fab bidding when it comes to free agency? Uh, fab one. bidding, I believe, is free agent acquisition budget. Correct. See, not so dumb, am I? Yes. What the is fab is a, a dollar amount. For, for those of you who are beginners and have no idea what the hell that means, um, even though I just spelled it out as far as the long term, still might not know what it means. It's a set dollar amount that you have going into the season where you spend money on your pickups. So your waivers may kick off uh, Wednesday morning or Wednesday at noon and you bid on players that you want. So you may have a hundred dollars in your fab for the whole season. You may have a thousand dollars. You put down whatever you think that player is worth and try to beat out the rest of your um, league mates. In and getting that and in my opinion, that's, that's the way blind. to do it. Yes. Um, but I know I get the I get the normal like rolling waivers where it's just, just who, you yeah. know it's just like one through twelve or one through ten, however many teams are in the league, and then like it just kind of rotates through an order of who gets e- each player. Sort of more random that way, but um, you know they're both fine. But yeah, still be active there. Um, I'm gonna go back to this trading talk that we did and. Look, Shane, you said be active in trading, and absolutely. Um, my my mention about the the trade was more learn how to trade. Right, <laughs> you can't just go up to a team and go, "Oh, this player for this player." On paper, it might be totally even. I get it. This player and this player totally, you know, they're they're even points. But look, if you're offering me a running back and I've got four stud running backs and you're trying to take a receiver from me, and I've only got two good receivers, I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> team composition, the way that your team is built, matters a ton in fantasy. No matter what sport you are playing, you need to have not just you know one or two good players, you need a lot of good players all across the board. So you, know, you need to go offer a trade to a team that needs the player that you are offering and need doesn't need the player that you are trying to take from them 
as much as you do. And that's going to get the trade to be accepted a lot more often than it isn't. You know, I just see too many times where people are just like, oh, but the trade was fair. How dare you not accept that? And you're like, but it didn't make any sense for my team or the other team. And people get pissed off about it. And you're like, it doesn't make any sense. The other thing about trading is please, for the love of God, please respond to a trade. I hate these trades that go into the black hole of just like, oh, I didn't see it. Yes, you did. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> like, you're this guy just at waiting least, and staring at least at reject it. Yeah, if it's a bad trade, just gonna respond. reject it for me. Did he, did he not just like reject it? Let me know so I can move not. on to the next one. You know, like oh my gosh, exactly. like I don't, I don't understand how hard it is. To, like we all have these, right? We all have our phones. We're on them constantly, right? You can hit reject pretty quickly if you just don't want it. Um, I don't know. I just communication and being active all around for these leagues is a big pet peeve of mine. When like you made a commitment to the league, be in the league. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I will piggyback off of that statement because Joe gets really mad at me for game. not looking at the phone that I have, um, that I do usually look at, but not all the time. Uh, when he just tries to text me or ask me a question or, plan for the pod or something along those lines i've just figured so, out i need to call you <laughs> that is right way easier for a long time <laughs> it is easier so you can just do what i do with my wife when i'm in the grocery store looking for something for her and i'll text her and she doesn't respond i'll call her and then as soon as she answers i hang up <laughs> like, I, look I, at the damn phone. I have done that before because yep, then they'll see the text no the problem is AJ didn't check his phone for like hours and so he's got like 40 notifications so like mine just gets lost in the shuffle so I just no it doesn't work that way I've, um, I've sent text messages of screenshots where I just take a picture of my text you know the notification bar that's yeah. at 69 like every time and send it nice. to my my boys chain like hey oh you guys did it again well done uh, all right okay last one number one here we're gonna kick it off with shane oh of course you would all right you don't have to <laughs> this is coming from direct experience in my very first dynasty league do not and i put this in all caps on the show sheet do not trade away all your picks in this the startup I know it's fun. I know it's your first dynasty league and you could trade picks and trade rookie picks and all this shit. Don't do it. Do not do it. Because your team will end up screwed like mine did and you'll be in the longest rebuild ever. Now, here's the fun part of the story. I did win the championship last year, but it took me three years to get there. Don't do it. If you do it, find a way to recoup those picks. It's the only advice I have. The next year, find you from the year before and yeah. fleece that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love those questions, those those trade questions that I get when they're like, um, all right, this guy wants to give me his his second rounder and all I have to do is give him, you know, my uh, my second rounder and my third rounder and uh, and he'll give me a sixth rounder and then and I'm like, dude, stop it. Yeah. yeah, start up. Just, just draft your just team. draft your team. Just draft like and team. no, yes. no, yeah, it's 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 nuts. Um, all right, AJ, your number one, my number one, and 
you know, I may be in a small percentage of, of fans who follow this, maybe not, but it's never too early to start planning for the playoffs. If you are a competitor, then that's why you're playing fantasy football. If you want to compete, you play all damn season long, okay? We talking about practice? Yeah, you practice in the offseason with your mock drafts and don't ever pay attention to them either. That's another 1A because um, your <laughs> regular fun. draft is never going to turn out that way. Uh, but you have to pay attention. And my biggest thing is always looking ahead, looking at schedules. We talk about it all the time on the show throughout the football season. But look ahead, look at team defenses, look at at matchups for certain players. Like you may have uh you know mid-tier guys that are sitting on your waiver wire uh or on your bench, but they have awesome matchups in the playoffs and they could win you your championship. So you never want to just bypass these guys, you want to stash defenses. Uh, you want to stash handcuffs um, for for potential injury running backs or uh, you know maybe receivers. Um, take that second or third guy that might be on a team that nobody's looking at because they have the Devontae Adams and nobody cares about the rest of the receivers on that team. Well, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will play this year. For the Raiders, they won't cut him, and he will come back later in the season. And, you know, bad haircut Davis is just going to plug him in, and he's going to start throwing the ball to Hunter Renfro. And he could be sitting out there because nobody gives a shit about Hunter Renfro anymore right now. But he could win you a league. Um, That's probably a terrible example because (laughs) I hate the Davis family and their hair. But something like that along those lines. Uh, you never want to bypass that and cut your dead weight. Like if you have guys on your bench that haven't performed all year and you're just stashing them early, waiting for an injury that never happens, cut that guy, pick up a defense. That's got an awesome matchup in the week, the first week of your playoffs. Or if you're thinking you're going to make it to, you know, get the buy and get into the next week, What's that defensive matchup? What's what's the championship defensive matchup? Pick them up early. And when I say early, I mean towards the end of the season, but don't wait on it. Don't sleep on it. Yeah, get them, Otherwise, get them before you got to try to outbid it. everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I play that game too. I, I, I like doing that. Um, so my number one here, and this was sort of uh, my – my one case where you can go into the draft with a predetermined plan. And it's if you are playing in a league with defenses and kickers, just draft them with your last two picks. They don't matter. I love, I love watching Justin Tucker go in round 12. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, he's, he's cool. He's good. Uh, but not worth it. The difference between Justin Tucker and, Kicker 12 is like a couple points a week at the end of the season. It really doesn't matter. Defenses, I'm streaming all year long anyway, and especially in the playoffs. Once I get there, I'm looking at whoever plays, you know, whatever crummy team there is. You know, this year's 
you know, who knows? It might, it might be Tampa or, you know, somebody or uh, the Cardinals, right? You know, like who's playing the Cardinals in, in the playoffs? Let's go after them, right? Like, just go load up on those defenses during Suck the playoffs. I'm just very rarely have I drafted a defense and been like, I've held onto them all year. It, it has happened occasionally just because I kind of lucked into falling into just a stud defense. Uh, like week one or week two or something, you know, maybe even out of the, out of the draft. I can't even give you examples because it just doesn't happen very often, but I'm typically just rotating defenses all year long. And so is most of my league at this point. But uh, that is, that is the one time I go in. That is the one predetermined plan I have in every draft I do. And it's just take kickers and defenses last. <laughs> so uh Howard. i do like i, I do what? like scouting a decent defense who has a late bye week like yeah the they don't have to worry about it for the last couple of seasons i've been taking the colts defense and you know and, and you know again last you know last two picks in the draft right. uh you know i just happen to like what the colts do and you know you're you're basically looking for turnovers anyway but look for that late late bye week so that you just you know, instead of having to play the defense game, one week they'll they'll do great. One week, you know, they'll be average. One week they'll be fine, and one week they'll be terrible. You know, it's yeah. it's an up and down thing with any defense. And so, you know, if you don't want to, like, if you use fab bidding and you don't want to spend money, you True. know, in any way, shape, or form, then screw that, man. Especially if you don't have zero dollar bids. Yeah. The yeah, other thing I do with defenses, bye week, and just let them play. Yeah. The other thing I'll do with defense is kind of, kind of almost the opposite of that, Howard. Is like if I am one of the last ones, you know, if, you know, say say the years that like the Steelers and the Ravens and everybody else were good, like the top eight or nine defenses got drafted before my, you know, I've got like the last pick in the last round, right? So I'm getting the last defense or the last kicker or whoever, right? I'm just looking at the best week one matchup. <laughs> like who who's playing the the yeah, crappy team in week one? Left. And I'm just gonna go yeah. take them. Cause eventually, like, yeah, there's probably a better defense out there. But week one, they could be playing, you know, the 49ers, and I, I don't want any part of that. I'd rather go play whoever's playing, you know, the Cardinals in week one and just be like, yep, I'm just, I'm gonna go after, you know, whoever, whoever this rookie Anybody quarterback in the is. AFC this South this year, huh? Anybody in the AFC South this year? <laughs> yeah. With CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson in there, that's well, true. The, the Jags, D, the Jags defense this year, you know, and, he's gonna and, eat. And yeah, sure. the the, the conference schedule goes to the South as well. So yep. you yeah. not only have them like with the rookie QBs, now all of a sudden you've got them against Atlanta. Uh, Carolina, another rookie oh, QB. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. Take the Jaguars. That's my that's my that's my big sleeper call. Yeah. Here, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah. So so Howard, I think you are finishing up here with yeah my your number final one number one, which is great because it all bring, it brings everything all full circle here. Because everybody grabs something to drink because we're gonna piggyback one more time. <laughs> Oh. And I'm going to so, piggyback off of, I think, Joe, this was like your fifth one. Maybe mm-hmm. it was your fourth one. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, well, but I got he moved was saying, around, like, if you're AJ. going to be the commish, you have like responsibilities and you got to make sure that, you know, you, you, you know, set up the rules properly and set up the league properly and, you know, and, and organize everything. You, you need that person, you know, and that person has to understand that their job doesn't end with the draft you have to maintain 
as commish the entire season long, right? Because you are going to have shit that comes up. Uh, last year it was the the Bills, oh. char- the, the Bills Bengals <sighs> debacle. There, how were you? How was your league handling it? Is, is there anything in the rules? Uh, Taysom Hill is a is a listed as a tight end, but he's a quarterback. Oh my God, what are we all going to do? So you you need somebody who's going to hold it together for your entire league, who's going to be fair, who's going to be strong. If you have any doubt in your mind that maybe that's not the job you want this season, then when you join a league, you find a commissioner, like you find a league that has a commissioner who is dedicated like that. You know, don't just join some random league that somebody in a chat room suggested that you join because you're going to give like a hundred bucks to what to, to, for, for an entrance fee and, and people aren't, you know, you don't know anybody personally could be some shady shit going, whatever the case may be. Any league that you join, you need to vet that commissioner and make sure that this is like the league that you want to be in, that it is going to be run fairly. And it's not going to be some like secret handshake bunch of fucks that you know, <laughs> are going to piss you off the entire time. So vet your commissioner. Yeah. And, and uh, with, with entrance fees for commissioners that you don't totally know. Yeah. Just pray you get that money back. Well, <laughs> too many times have I heard stories it. where you people don't, don't pay it. If, if, if they put it on something like league safe, well, yeah, then that's great. That's fine. Then that's yeah. fine. Then, you know, you, you at least know that that money is in there and, and how that's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, you can't do it. You can't just join a, a league haphazardly and be like, Oh yeah, here you go. Just give me your Venmo. I'll give you. Some <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't join money leagues with people I don't know and that aren't some sort of like you know. I know Fantrax has their Fantrax uh, treasurer or like league safe or something like that. You know, me and my boys like you know. Yeah, it can be you know whatever. We'll, we'll you know we'll trade the money somehow, but um, everything else has to go go through some sort of trusted source where I know the money's coming back to me. So. Um, so that is everybody's top five. I'm going to do one last bonus tip here. And I think everybody can agree. Just have fun. Don't like, right? I mean, it, at the, at the oh, end of the I mean, day, at the end of the day, I mean, how did we all get into this, right? It was us and 11 of our friends going, hey, let's do this fantasy football thing. This sounds cool. Let's do it. Right? I mean, and we all we all trash talked, right? It, it's Join it with your friends. Join it with people you know, right? It's just have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. You know, I get it. Like if you're on FFPC, you're putting in like five hundred dollars into a league. You're gonna be sweating bullets every single Sunday, probably. Like that. That that's that's a lot. You know, you're in eight thousand best ball leagues. Davis paying. I'm talking to you. Um, you know, <laughs> then yeah, you, you've got you've got some money on the line. I get it. It's a little more serious for you, but like. Your casual leagues, for the majority of everybody we're probably talking to from week to week, day to day, you know, doing this in the industry that that all four of us do here, uh, you know, are in right now. For those of you that are in those casual beginner leagues, just have fun with it. It's not serious. It's not the end of the day. Hopefully you're not putting enough too much money onto it where like if you lose it, it's going to mean a lot to you. Never do that. Also, like just... 20 25 bucks if if that's what you can do that's what you can do like if you guys want to put 100 and everybody can afford it and it's not gonna you know ruin you know not let you be able to pay the bills then do 100 right that's gonna make it fun for you but 
if it needs to be a free league, do a free league. I love free leagues. They're fine. As long as everybody's active, um, I'm all for free leagues. So I think everybody here can can agree with me. Just the number one thing is just remember it's fun. Football's fun. Sit down, watch TV on a Sunday, and just enjoy the game. Enjoy fantasy. It's awesome. Yeah. So and if you if you are worried about the amount of money you're putting in, there is a number you can call one eight hundred Gambler. Uh, non-local hotline. But AJ might know a thing or two about it. Somebody no, no. that will help you, and uh, I don't know if they can give you much better fantasy advice than what you've heard in the last hour here. But um, they will. They will tell you to give your wallet back to your wife and um, don't ever leave the house again. So. <laughs> I feel like that's personal experience, I, AJ. I never. No. Never. Ever. That. Okay. Um, <laughs> that i remember so you just go to www.ncpgambling.org if you have an issues yes yes if you're in new york call one eight seven seven eight hope ny <laughs> i do i do the reads on series xm all the time i know all these numbers by oh heart oh my gosh if you're in if you're in tennessee oh one eight seven seven eight eight nine nine seven eight nine. there you go this is you're hilarious <laughs> what a- if you're Carolina. in Nebraska, just punch your neighbor in the mouth. And he'll, you he'll actually have to be 19 back. or older in Nebraska, <laughs> just so you know. For all oh time. Gosh. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, – I want to thank you, Howard and Shane, for, for coming on. Um, Shane, we'll let you go first uh, and, and uh, kind of promote whatever you want to promote again and, uh, and get out of here. <laughs> cool. Thanks for having me on again, guys. Uh, I had a ton of fun. And uh, the <laughs> you guys didn't get to see the private chat. That's where the real fun was. <laughs> oh, I saw. <laughs> uh, but, I yeah, go sign up for Polly's Playoff at uh, pollysplayoff.com and then follow me on Twitter at FFShaneB. I host a podcast called Red Zone Redemption. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us tonight, man. And uh, have a good one, man. Uh, Howard. Um, what you got going on? Um, all right. Well, you can find me, uh, you know, written work, video work, audio work over at fantasyalarm.com. Uh, you can also find me uh, doing a bunch of shows over on the Better Sports Network as well. Um, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can hear me over there. And uh, the Cash It podcast with me and Adam Ronis, which is on itunes and spotify and everywhere that you get your podcasts so god that's it and there you go so it's, it's only a little bit you know you don't you don't really do anything just a scooch <laughs> just a little bit all right guys well thank you again for coming on i had a blast and uh hopefully everybody learned a lot and i uh, can can take this advice and become a better fantasy player so uh with that being said um i think uh we'll we'll Bit of do to Howard and, and Shane here, and then uh, AJ and I will we'll close out. All right. Thank you guys right. so much. Thank Thanks you. for having yeah. me, guys. Always a pleasure. All right. Cheers. All right, AJ. So I think that's it. Um, we're going to close up shop here, but we do have uh, our next show is going to be about quarterbacks. We're going to we're gonna do something a little different this year. We're not just doing like a quarterback preview. We're kind of – Going to try to dive into a little like, you know, would you rather, you know, 
type of questions and, and that kind of stuff. We're going to use some ADP. We're going to use some rankings to kind of figure out some some tough some tough questions, some tough decisions as far as each position here. We're going to go position by position here. Um, we've got a great lineup here. Check out my Twitter for the uh, the lineup here. Next week it is Kelly and Jeff Lambert. Um, so that is the two that we've got going on here next week. And um, yeah. Remember to hit that subscribe button and uh, become an all-access member of Fantasy Six Pack. That's all I've got, AJ. Anything else? Uh, I think we have a, uh, a cameo. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm done. Peace. <laughs> Later.